Coming up, Walt Disney World pulls donations from the Boy Scouts of America over their anti-gay policy. The hub in the Magic Kingdom is getting an expansion, and Disney announces the date for their next 24-hour party. Plus, later on, we'll have the Diz Unplugged must-do list for Walt Disney World. All that coming up next. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 683 for the week of March 4th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited handle all the details of your Walt Disney World vacation, from arranging your fast passes and dining reservations to helping you get the most out of your time in the theme parks. It's all part of the service that Dreams offers at no additional charge. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi, Kevin Close, <laughs> Teresa Eccles, <laughs> Kathy Whirling, and back in the production nook, Craig Williams, Sean Thompson, and our producer, Dustin West, back in the corner. Why are you back in the corner? Baby's in the corner. Because uh, Craig's switching today, and... Craig's switch hitting? Okay. (laughs) And uh, floating around on Skype somewhere, the host of the Disneyland edition of the Dis Unplugged, Mr. Tom Bell. There he is. Oh, look, he's got his jammies on. Oh, and he's got his gay flag in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Your your office looks very uh, very tidy there, uh, uh, Tom. But uh, we'll be coming to Tom. It took a couple hours this morning. We'll be coming to Tom in just a little bit. Uh, first up, in housekeeping, a couple things. Of course, it's not housekeeping if I'm not pushing you to subscribe to us on YouTube or like us on Facebook. Uh, but do those things. If you're watching us on YouTube right now, just it's not a long trip from what you're watching to hit the subscribe button and the like button. and Head out to the uh, Diz Unplugged uh, Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Diz Unplugged, and uh, go ahead and like us there. You'll be... Uh, able to participate in some of the polls that we do every week and uh, of course the upcoming photo contest which i want to remind everyone starts on march 15th (laughs) we said that we announced it last week we figured we'd give people a couple weeks jump on it and all week i've been getting where can i submit my photo you can't you can't because it's not march 15th so march 15th on the Diz unplugged facebook page you have to like the page to participate and it is it will be for your best Walt Disney World or Disneyland photo. And the best Walt Disney World photo is going to win a seven-day, six-night Magic Your Way package for four to Walt Disney World. And the best Disneyland photo is going to win a five-day, five-night package at Disneyland. And that is courtesy of Dreams Unlimited Travel. And uh, winners will be selected by votes. People will be voting on your pictures. And uh, the pictures with the highest votes are the winners. So March 15th, you can get details coming up in the next week, disunplugged.com. And like I said, like us on Facebook. You'll find links to that and everything we talk about on our show, on on our show notes page, disunplugged.com. And uh, speaking of Disneyland, like I mentioned, we've got uh, good old Tommy Bell, the host of the Disneyland edition of the Dis Unplugged on Skype right now. 
And uh, why are you here, Tom? Why, why am I looking at you? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, good. Good. It's been great uh, seeing you. Well, Moving no, on. We, we, can, we can talk about what's coming up this week on the show. Well, why don't you do that? Uh, this week, I took a look at another Good Neighbor Hotel, this time the Residence in Anaheim Resort in Goldberg Garden Grove. And Mary Jo chats with some Disneyland divas about their seventh annual group trip to the Disneyland Resort. Oh, this is a pretty prolific thing that goes on every year, the Disneyland divas. Uh, how many? They started seven years ago with 35 ladies. This year, they have over 100. Gosh, that's incredible. A hundred of them. Yeah, they, it's like a four-day four day get-together. So. Awesome. Awesome. What else? Anything? I also want to talk about coasting, coasting for kids. Oh, this is the Give Kids this the World is uh, fundraiser. A fundraiser for Give Kids the World. I just said that. Apparently, we have a little delay oh, going sorry. on. <laughs> I'm getting a little echo. I'm actually a little behind you, so... <laughs> But you must be used to that by now. Um, Give us a little shirt. <laughs> uh, so this is a sp- event sponsored by uh, Cedar Fair Parks and Give Kids World. It is June 8th in 11 different Cedar Fair Parks across the country and Canada. Now, like I said, it's not just sponsored or, or a Power of 10 event, but we're going to have groups of deserters all over the country getting together as a team and raising money for Give Kids the World. Last year, we had uh, 22 different visitors in five different parks, raised almost $5,500. Wow. And so I'm hoping we can do a lot more than that this year. So how do people, if they if they uh, want to participate, uh, what do they need to do? They need to go to coastingforkids.org and look for Team Diz Coaster Palooza. It'll be either Team East or Team West. Justine over in back in the east is spearheading that team, and they're going to be at Dorney Park in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Allentown is about an hour or two from lots of major cities in the east. Uh, Cedar Fair Parks, we have Cedar Parks that cover Southern California, Northern California, Toronto, Charlotte. Richmond, Virginia, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Grand Rapids, Minneapolis, Kansas City. There's a park near you that you can go and meet up with some dizzers and have some fun riding roller coaster and race give kids the world. So uh, they don't know. So they can just go to their local Cedar Fair Park and and participate as long as they're signed up. Or how does how does it work? Yes, definitely. Uh, you, you register online. There's a twenty five dollar registration fee. That covers your admission, T-shirt, lunch, things like that. You have to raise at least $75 to actually get in the park and ride the roller coaster. But as long as you register online, you can, like I said, you have worked with Give Kids the World to set teams up for all 11 locations. So you'll see a Diz Coaster Palooza team at all in whichever park you sign up for. Awesome. So fifty five hundred was what was raised last year, and we certainly want to beat that yep. this year. And again, yeah, we will, I want to I want to see at least ten this year. And we will have uh, links to all that, like I said, on the show notes page, disunplugged.com. And I'm sure Tom and his team will be talking about it this coming Thursday when they release their next episode. It's every Thursday, the Dis Unplugged uh, Disneyland edition with Tom and his team, and 
looking forward to it. Looking uh, good luck on uh, on raising the money. Excellent. All right, thank you, Tom. We'll see you soon. All right. Um, what else do we have in housekeeping? Anybody before I get to the poll results from last week? I do. Okay. We are down to two seats for July. If you're interested in traveling to Disneyland and Hollywood with the backstage magic and the Diz Unplugged, we have two seats left. That's it. No more. Two. Two seats. Two. Not three. We are working on a very special guest for that trip. We I don't want to announce it yet because we haven't firmed anything up yet, but we're excited about that. Actually, a Disney legend we're working on. Adina Menzel. Adele Mazine. Adele Mazine. Uh, yeah. Adele or whatever he called her. So we, if you're interested, Kevin at Dreams Unlimited Travel, it really is the last two. This is it. And John and I are going to be away for the month of April, so you really have to sign up before we go. That's right. South Pacific. Yep. I am going to I'm wash that man right that. out of my hair. Yeah, I'm very excited you're, about this trip. I'm excited about the Therese, being gone. Teresa's excited about, uh, John about them being gone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm funny. not. I hate when these guys aren't here. We will be away from the beginning of April to the beginning of May. We are going to be giving away lots of prizes in there April. There you go. <laughs> As usual. Take the checkbook with you. I've got one. I've got my own. Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, all right. Anything else for housekeeping? I, do, yeah, I, I just I, want a quick... I, I apologize, Sean. No, go ahead, John. I just quickly want to uh, remind everybody about Podcast Cruise 5.0 coming up quickly, November 30th of this year. I bet the people who are up to their butts in snow aren't, don't think it's coming all that quickly. Yeah, really? Uh, I think it is. We have a lot to work to do, but we're excited about it. Jody Benson is going to be performing, and we're working on some other surprises and some other exciting stuff. We're up to about 300 folks so far. So on the magic, that's quite a, quite a large number of people. Magic or the fantasy? Magic. We're on the magic. Yeah, okay. we're on the newly... Oh, that's right. That's right. So excited to, to be on that ship. So please, 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 if you want to come with us, please sign up. You can contact Tracy, T-R-A-C-E-Y-H, at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com, and she will work on getting you a quote. Um, pricing is staying about the same right now, but as the ship fills up, pricing can go up. So please, please, please sign up. We don't want anybody to be left behind or say later on, I wish I signed up because it was too much money look it's copy all right thank you john anything else sean uh yeah i just want to announce that our new shirts are available in the disc store so the hashtag shirts went out they were shipped um so our new design is all disboards and it's kind of like an athletic style it's kind of faded it looks really cool there's a red version and then a blue v-neck version so pre-orders will be up until april 1st so we'll collect all these pre-orders and then we will have them printed those look so good i'm excited about awesome. i do yeah. like the v-neck that's nice and uh, the V. Well, I I insisted on the V neck because we need to get a, I can't I can't I, wear yeah. I can't wear crew necks because it makes me look like you know a little I, sausage. I, I don't like you that know thing. I've got a fat neck so those crew necks just kill me so I wear all my t shirts are V necks. Who and, wants to start a softball team or a dodgeball team? <laughs> I'm so up for that. Oh, I am so up for that. Is that what you I'll start, a do- I'll start a dodgeball team if you're on it and I get to throw like <laughs> dodgeballs at you. Sure. Um, Practice with wrenches and stuff. <laughs> Go back to the shirts, Sean. If you can dodge a wrench. Is it the same, the front and back, the same for both colors? Same for both colors. That's the really red cool. is actually a crew neck, but the, uh, the... So is that the back of the red shirt or the front of the red shirt? That's the back of the red shirt. That's the back, but okay. it is a... Is crew neck the right word? Just the standard round. Yeah, that's yeah. a crew neck. But the blue shirt is a V-neck, so you have those two options. And uh, those are available for pre-order uh, from now until April 1st. Yep. And uh, then once uh, pre-orders close, 
We'll, What's the uh, pricing? Uh, same as the other shirts, twenty four ninety five. Okay. Awesome. Thank you very much for that, Sean. And why don't we go ahead and get to our poll results. And uh, from last week, we asked the question, based on your experience or what you've learned so far, do you think FastPass Plus will make your experience in the parks better, worse, have no impact, or you're waiting to see how it all shakes out? Well, the results are in. Over 1,200 responses to this, and uh, 40% of you said it was going to make your experience worse. Hmm. 19% said it would make the experience better. 7% said it would have no impact. And a 34%, well, 34% of you said you're taking a wait-and-see approach to see how FastPass Plus shakes out. And I have to tell you, one year after this was announced, that for this audience, for an audience this... Uh, this invested in Disney, 40% of them saying it's a bad thing that doesn't bode well. And another, what was it, 34% uh, saying wait and see. And, you know, and I got it, you know, it's, it's still shaking out. We're going to be talking more about this in the coming weeks. We have some segments planned uh, to talk more about FastPass Plus and some of the changes happening uh, at Disney World. But I won't, so I won't get into it too much now. But, um, you know, there really ha- this there really has been a fundamental. This has not just been a simple change. This is there's a fundamental change in the experience at Disney World mm-hmm. now as a result of this. It would be interesting to see if we can ask the same question of people who have traveled. Maybe wait six months, wait for the summer to be over, and phrase it. If you've already traveled, did it make your experience worse or better? Right. Because this is all, I assume, this is people speculating on what will happen. Well, this is, well, you know, we asked that we asked based on your experience or what you've learned. So okay. some of these people have experienced it. Um, 40%, though. That's a bunch 40%. of Debbie Downers. Wow. No, look, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of really legitimate concerns about this. This is, people are used to planning their trips a certain way. And this has fundamentally changed that. And... It's also, you know, look, I've been in I've been in the parks for the last four or five days. And I'm gonna tell you, the app the app doesn't work. So we're hearing a lot of it doesn't work. Yeah. I have a friend who's a regular traveler to Walt Disney World, some multiple trips a year. And her response was, I'm going back to Disneyland. I used to love Walt Disney World. For somebody who wants to tour in a certain manner, it's not being Debbie Downer if they've taken that possibility away from you. Well, we have an interesting question coming up at the end of the show for next week's poll, kind of related to this, but you're going to have to wait till the end of the show for that. Uh, and as we uh, do did last week, and we're going to do every week with our poll, we're going to select one person at random who answers the poll and give that person a $50 Disney gift card. And that person this week is Lisa Smith of New Hampshire. So congratulations, Lisa. You will be getting a $50 Disney gift card. We'll be reaching out to you on Facebook to get your information Yay. And uh, yeah, and uh, so, but you have to like our Facebook page in order to participate in the poll and have a chance to win a fifty dollars Disney gift card. So, like us, we're very insecure. <laughs> so, you like me? All right, that'll do it for housekeeping. We'll throw it over to Johnny and the news. All right, our first news story: Universal Studios parking garage evacuated for suspicious incident. 
which now I'm beginning to believe might be Tom Bell coasting for kids. There you go. Orlando Fire and Rescue and the Orlando Police Department evacuated a parking garage at Universal Studios Saturday evening. A call at about 7 p.m. reported a suspicious incident in one of the parking garages. Authorities would not elaborate on the investigation, but did say they had requested a hazardous materials team and bomb squad to respond. Guests at Universal Studios told WFTV they had been kept out of the fourth floor parking garage for almost two hours. Well, anytime they find a, you know, an unattended bag or anything like that in any of these places, they have, to, they have to go with the assumption that it could be an explosive. And that's just standard protocol anywhere. So, obviously, it wasn't. And, you know. I have not read any follow-ups. You guys found any follow-ups online? About- I think I read that it was a bag of clothes or something. It was something really normal harmless does it yeah. make you feel better that they did this or do you feel like they overreacted i feel like if they closed off the fourth floor why didn't they close off the third and the rest of the the parking garage yeah really you know if your car's underneath and there was something up on the fourth floor yeah I I, it makes me feel better um one day last week um the beach line was closed and a1a because of a package sitting at a bp hmm. gas station there on that corner and it was closed for a couple hours and it turned out to be nothing, but... It usually does, yeah. But, but I'm you glad have they, to be, they you have to be cautious. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The time they don't respond is the time mm-hmm. it's going to be real, and then everybody's going to complain. Exactly. I agree. Exactly. Yeah. Sean and I were actually... Uh, we were leaving the park right whenever uh, the fire trucks got there, and it was probably, what, four or five fire trucks in a row just came speeding up, and there was an ambulance. Like It, it looked like someone was dead or something. We didn't know that it was a bomb. Uh, well, it wasn't protocol. a bomb. Suspicious well, <laughs> suspicion on it that, but we didn't know it was yeah. a bomb. Hysteria. But it was Teresa's wet laundry. So, did you take them up? Because I saw they were giving people taxi rides home. Did you take them up on a taxi? That wasn't an option for us. Yeah. We just went to our car and left. Oh, I, we didn't okay. know. We didn't on know this was going three. on. No, we were level yeah. two. We're, two. We were on the yeah. good levels, you were not safe. the. We were the upper decks. Yeah. No problem. They were giving people taxi rides home. Oh, good for Universal on that. That's good. Awesome. All right. Our second news story. Walt Disney World dumps Boy Scouts of America over anti-gay policy. The Walt Disney World, Walt, <coughs> the Walt Disney World Resort has... His tongue, he's having a stroke. Walt Disney World Resort has stopped contributing to local Boy Scouts of America chapters in Florida because of the organization's continued ban on gay leaders and employees. The Boy Scouts of America began to allow openly gay members at the start of the year, but the inclusion ends when a scout turns 18. Disney World, located in Orlando, did not make an announcement regarding its dumping of the Boy Scouts of America. That news came via an email to local members of Scouts Central Florida Council Board President Robert Utsi. Utsi wrote, we recognize that many scout units have received financial support over the last several years from this grant opportunity and are sad to see it go. He shared that the National Boy Scouts of America have become involved and reached out to the theme park to try and resolve the matter. Uh, uh, He also wrote, however, according to Walt Disney World, their views do not currently align with the Boy Scouts of America, and they are choosing to discontinue this level of support. The donations to local chapters of the Scouts were done through Disney's Ears to You program. Actually, Disneyland or Disney World didn't make the donation. Volunteers, right. the, the volunteers program, were allowed to choose Boy Scouts of America as where their 
donations went to. And Disney has removed that from the listing. And I've heard, you know, I've heard some people complaining that, you know, oh, the Boy Scouts have a right to have this policy and shouldn't be penalized for it. No, they absolutely have a right to have this policy. You know, I'm certainly not saying that they they don't. Um, But if you're going to have a policy like that in this day and age, there's going to be a response to it. And this is a response to it. Disney has every right to pull that off, uh, pull Boy Scouts of America off the list every bit as much as the Boy Scouts have a right to have that policy. And, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I applaud Disney for Agreed. for doing it. Um, Agreed. I think it's like everything else. You know, people are going to be out there trying to push their agenda forward. And in this day and age, you know, they're on the wrong side of it. They're absolutely on the wrong side of it. Mm-hmm. And it's showing in so many other areas of the country that it's just becoming ridiculous. I had read a figure that it amounts to $5 million a year. Really? That much? Mm-hmm. These <laughs> volunteers are incredible. They raise right. a lot of money and do a lot of good, especially in local, the local community. So The actual figure I read was $4.8 million. You know, and I just, I don't want to, uh, um, uh, I want to make sure I say that, you know, the Boy Scouts do some amazing, amazing work. Um, let's not take away from the fact that the organization itself over, you know, decades has done some amazing things. This is really unfortunate. This is really unfortunate. The scouts are going to lose out. The, the, the scouts themselves the kids who lose out. Lose and that's, out, the, yeah. that's the unfortunate part. That's the unfortunate part is that the kids, the kids are losing out on this. But, you know, this is, this is what happens. This is what happens. And, you know, I, but I, I also don't want to, so that because of this policy that it invalidates everything that the Boy Scouts of America does, because it doesn't. But this is a very controversial policy. And, and you choose who you lend your support to. Exactly. Exactly. And Disney, you know, Disney's always been very progressive with their policies, regard, especially regarding gay, lesbian, and transgendered persons. And that's um, one of the things that I've loved about them. Um, one of the many things I love about Disney is, uh, is how inclusive it has always been. And uh, so, like I said, it is sad for the kids, though. It really is. So, that's all I have to say. Excellent. Move on. Our third and final news story, Magic Kingdom Hub expansion announced. Last Thursday, Walt Disney World announced an upcoming expansion to Magic Kingdom Central Plaza or hub area in front of... Because they're not happy unless they are building. There's got to be a crane. There's got to be a crane behind that (laughs) castle for the rest of eternity. At least theme the damn crane so it doesn't look so obvious. Oh, people on the boards have named it. It's Ichabod. <laughs> there you go. The expansion will add larger viewing locations to accommodate more guests for fireworks and other entertainment, and also add landscape, landscaping and gardens that are, quote, inspired by the lush grounds seen around European castles and chateaus. Outdoor seating areas for the popular Main Street USA restaurants Casey's Corner and the Plaza are going to double in size. Here's a quote from the Disney Parks blog. If you're a regular Disney Parks blog reader, you're certainly familiar with one of our guests' favorite places at Magic Kingdom Park, the Central Plaza area between the end of Main Street and Cinderella Castle. Well, we've just begun a project that'll make it even better. We're adding several new elements to the area, including sculpted gardens, additional pathways, expanded restaurant seating, and even a special viewing area for fireworks and other performances. Disney also released a video overview showcasing the upcoming expansion design. The multi-phase expansion has already begun and is set to be completed in 2015. Now, 
I mean, they've they've already <coughs> emptied the moat, mm-hmm. um, and it's really kind of sad because there are like these little puddles of water in the moats in the moat, and all these ducks <laughs> have like congregated around this little puddle of water. Um, <laughs> They're bargaining with each other. <laughs> it's global warming. <laughs> Get to the water. Um, and look, I you know I think this is, uh, you know, I think this is a good you know good thing. I generally speaking, I think more space and. Capacity in that area is is a very very good idea, especially lately. You see the crowds in the Magic Kingdom and how congested that area becomes. It is ridiculous. Um, so, uh, in that regard, I'm all for it. It just is it is the construction ever going to stop? Am I ever going to be able to walk down Main Street and have something not under construction? Yeah, you would have thought by now they would have like sort of coordinated projects so that when they were building over here they were building here and it was all done at the same time you would think but you know it's it just seems like every and then let me let me just have a a, a rant for a little bit right here um what the hell is going on at downtown disney Oh hmm. my Just God! That now? Yeah. Well, I'm never down what, did there. Did you try to park? Yes. <laughs> Hello. Yes. We've been talking about this. Now, and you parked in Polk County. I, I well, no, it's not even that. It's not even that. They have absolutely, at least where downtown Disney is concerned. I'm sorry, they have given up on the guest experience completely. You're just going to see not, the parking garage. Not any consideration whatsoever. Disney is very adept, very adept at managing heavy crowds of people. There was no one anywhere on the street or actually in downtown Disney helping move this traffic. It was a free-for-all. And what I was watching with people just trying to get to Valet and at West Side. Oh, that part's I mean, terrible. It, I mean, I thought fistfights were going to break out. And if you ask... <laughs> The cast members tell you, oh, yeah, valet opens up at one or two. And you think, well, one or two. <laughs> it was the, the Disney is at, there's just absolutely no presence there helping manage this. None. It's like we're just doing this building and you guys are on your own. And eventually you're going to have to park at Saratoga Springs and swim across. Well, you know, people are actually parking at Saratoga and taking the boat over, parking at Old Key West and taking the boat over. Um, that's honestly save yourself the trouble right now. If, if you're, uh, I don't know what it's like during the week, but it's, Saturday night was a disaster. It was an I've never seen anything like it. That's our favorite movie theater, the, the dine in theater. And we just refuse to go. Yeah. Well, stop going. I mean, look, when they are done with this expansion, when they are done with this overhaul at Downtown Disney, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I really think it's going to look incredible. Um, but again, construction. We get there. And why don't they have anybody out there helping move this traffic in a more orderly fashion for people? We were there, I think it was Saturday night, and there was a cast member there you know, with her little flag letting you go across the street. But in the parking lot where the valet cars and where you went to pick up your car, that was just like a madhouse. There was nobody in there. Two thirds, two thirds of the parking lot is closed. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're having people park across the street behind the Hess station. And I think to myself, 
why are you not at least running one of those trams from the, one of the parks? Well, when when they first uh, closed off that first section for the parking deck, uh, for the parking deck construction, they were doing that. I saw no indication uh, Saturday night of being able to park behind the Hess, behind casting, behind uh, um, Team oh, it's Disney. It's been a while since I've been there. Yeah. This all might have changed. It, it, it's all part of this larger picture that seems to be unfolding right now. And like I said, we'll get, we're going to get into this in a couple of weeks, but... It's all part of this larger picture that seems to be unfolding where um, I, I think, you know, to some degree, the guest experience has just been completely discarded um, for whatever project they deem is going to make them more money. And I'm not, I'm not opposed at all to the expansion in terms of, you know, it's a business and they need to make more money and I'm all for that. But it looks like the guest experience is just completely not even a consideration. I also think to myself, downtown Disney is usually pretty crowded. Mm-hmm. All and you're doing now, and now you're just adding, what, a thousand parking spaces? It seems like we're, we're, every project that comes along is all about adding capacity. And even in the last quarter results, they, they admitted, they said that um, the My Magic Bands and Fast Place Plus, they believe has resulted in higher attendance at the parks. So this is all about getting more people into the parks to spend money. I can't believe is that. I hope they do something about it. You're going to see a giant parking garage from that roadway. How horrible is that? Well, that look, you know horrible. what? If they get the parking under control, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, small victories. Just get the parking under control first. It's got a ways to go. It does. It has a long ways to go. And it they have a, taken up your right. What did you say? Two-thirds? Two-thirds of the parking lot's gone. Two-thirds of the parking at downtown Disney is gone. Over the holidays, <laughs> there were parking lots that were just roped off. And it wasn't like, you know, the cranes were in and they had torn up the pavement. And I, I think, well, how long did it take to put up the ropes? Take the ropes down. Let people park there and put them up after the holidays. It was crazy. Yeah. So, all right. Before we move on to rapid fire, um, we are going to uh, share some of the captions that were submitted by some of our Facebook listeners, or Facebook listeners, <laughs> or Facebook friends. Um, we're doing this ca- uh, every week now. The caption this, we put up a photo and ask you to come up with good captions for it. For those of you who are listening and not watching, you can view the photo. Where do we have it? Do we have it on the show notes page? Uh, we can have it on the show notes page. Probably a good idea. Yeah. Um, and, of course, if you like our Facebook page, you can see, the, see it when we put it up there. But for those watching, here's the photo. That uh, that we put up last week from the uh, Spirit of Aloha dinner show, and uh, it shows uh, what's her name, Auntie, yeah, and some other big guy like with his goofy look on his face, like rubbing his hands together uh, over her shoulder. <laughs> um, Bob Dentremont gave the caption, and now with Auntie's approval, Randy squeals with delight as Say Yes to the Dress South Pacific wraps up another magical season. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. Uh, Zach Rizaldi, much flowers, very pink, such pretty, wow. <laughs> okay. Pamela Gallagher, oh, look behind that beam. We've just finished seating all the Category 3 folks. <laughs> Brittany Karpovich, please tell me he still isn't looking at me. <laughs> And Lisa Ritchie, Dan and Roseanne Connor go to Disney. Yeah, yeah, that's um, good. And some great. We had a bunch. We had over a hundred uh, captions oh, yeah, submitted for that. So that was that was really cool. And um, I completely forgot which uh, which photo we're doing this week. It's the topiary. Ah, yes, 
Yes, this week's caption this is a familiar topiary from Flower and Garden since the Flower and Garden Festival begins tomorrow. this week. Starts tomorrow, actually. And uh, so we are asking you to caption this photo. If you want to see it, like us on Facebook, Diz Unplugged, uh, the official page. And we'll have links to that in the show notes page, disunplugged.com. And with that, we will move on to Rapid Fire. John. All right. Uh, Disney announces theme parks will stay open for another 24-hour party. The Rocker Disney side 24-hour kickoff to summer will begin at 6 a.m. on May 23rd and end at 6 a.m. on May 24th at Disneyland Park, Disney California Adventure, and Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. Um, This is the third time they're doing it, so they must be popular. I'll be there. I'm going to try for it this year. I actually would think we should do a nice big meet. Do some fun stuff. Maybe give some stuff out That's to people. Fun, yeah. mm-hmm. Now, the first time they did it was only at the Magic Kingdom, right? The first was, time, first yes. One, yeah. Okay. Is that the one that Max was sleeping in? No, that was last year. Last year, you found him sleeping on the bench. <laughs> and then Disney's encouraging to dress up. He's your favorite Disney hero or villain. Who are you going to be, Teresa? Yzma. <laughs> well, that's the way she's dressed now. I don't know. I like the dude with the blue hair. What's his name? Huh? Liza Minnelli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so quick of you. Oh, my gosh. So just right Poor there. Liza. She took enough of being at the Oscars. She Leave did. her alone. Did you see Ellen and say to her, sir, you look great. So, I know. That was so cute. No, the dude with the, f- he lives in hell. Oh, can I see that? Yes. You know who I'm talking Hades? about? Hades? Yes, I like yes. Hades. I like okay. Hades. Oh, you're going as a He's villain. <gasps> yeah, I'm a villain, yeah. I'll okay. break out of my little sweet, you know. I definitely would love to see as many Dizzers there that night as possible. Whether or not I'll be there remains to be seen. I'll decide the night before. But um, <laughs> I'd love to do it, though. I think that would be a lot of fun. I've never done it. I've always been traveling when, when they do them. So. It's fun in the middle of the night to think that you're in the Magic Kingdom and they've got music playing. It was fun. Cool. All right, John, thank you. Kevin. Hang on, I got to get my, let me send it to you. Uh, I have a source that tells me that Cabana Bay is set to open the first 600 rooms. They're standard rooms by March 31st. The rest will open later. There are 1,200 family suites. The hotel is going to hold the world's largest Starbucks in the lobby. It will have a bowling alley and a 650-seat buffet. And the decor is high-end beach house somewhere between 1957 and 1964. And my source is a man who held the door open for me in a restaurant parking lot. And I said, thank you very much for holding the door. He said, well, I do this a lot. I work for a hotel. And I asked, what hotel? And he said he works for Cabana Bay. And I said, oh, tell me stuff about Cabana Bay. And that's what he told me. So, that's your huh. source? That's your yep. source. I like that. Man in parking lot holding door. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Largest Starbucks. Largest Starbucks in the world. Wow. How exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and a bowling alley. And a 600. And let me, speaking of Starbucks, let me just say that um, having had a chance to experience the Joffrey's Coffee on property, bravo. It is so good. It is excellent. Oh, yeah. It is very good. The in-room coffee is excellent. It's hard to believe it's Disney after all these years of Cafe Valet. What do you mean by in-room where they give you a little coffee pot and you make it? Or yeah. Or yeah. to the room? <laughs> no, the, uh, oh. you know, they have the coffee pot and they have the Joffrey's in the little pre-filtered bag. And you throw it in, throw the water in, and I got to tell you, it is very good. Um, plus, I just had the whole line of uh, Disney coffee from Joffrey's delivered, and we're going to be doing a, a review on that, doing something a little fun with that in the next couple of weeks. 
I had the Jico blend this morning. Um, incredible. Really, really good. I'm stunned at how good it is. Wow. So, very you hear a coffee story? We went to Las Vegas before our last backstage magic, and we found out that the, the hotel we were staying in didn't have a Keurig. So <laughs> we went to the market and bought a Keurig and then drove it to Los Angeles, carried it around Los Angeles on the bus with Adventures by Disney. and then Drove it to Los Angeles like a big Oscar we Mayer drove, weenie? Well, <laughs> we, we carried it. We drove, we drove from Las Vegas to Los Angeles and then decided it was worth saving, so we brought it home on the airplane. It oh, went through wow. his luggage. It was like the Beverly Hillbillies were traveling. All we needed was a rocking chair. <laughs> All right, Kevin. Thank you. Teresa. All right. I found out that my favorite cupcake bakery over by my house delivers to Disney, to their resorts. It's um, Sweet by Good Golly Miss Holly. And it's over at um, Alafaya at... Uh, the shopping center and they deliver down at disney yes they deliver by zip code now delivery start charges start at ten dollars to get it to on disney property co- will cost you 25 bucks but cupcake, just to deliver cupcakes? oh my gosh though is there a minimum order you have a to dozen make? cupcakes well i think we should get the cupcakes and pete's coffee and we'll oh my check gosh. them both out i mean Pete, look at the fr- look at the flavors Teresa, what does a dozen cupcakes run well, yeah, it does for this. <laughs> Stop. It doesn't. They specialize in the mini cupcakes, which are two and a half bite size, and it's eighteen dollars for a dozen. But on Mondays, on Mondays they're a dollar a piece, so you get them a little bit cheaper. Because um, they're Fridays. Exactly. <laughs> but no, they bake them fresh daily, and oh my gosh, they are amazing. You They're could have just moist. said, "Good golly, Miss Holly." Good golly, Miss Holly. They also have gluten-free and vegan um, varieties. So I mean, a little bit for everybody, and they do catering. Because yeah, you know, nobody, you know, they don't want meat in their uh, <laughs> meat in their cupcakes. <laughs> what kind of cupcake? Which like, uh, I don't like a roast so. beef cupcake. People, people don't want like. But she has won um, cupcake wars on TV three times. Really? Yes. Well, good golly, so, Miss Holly. She's a good good golly, Miss Holly. Yes, I just. Love okay, it. if I never hear that expression again, I'll be okay. <laughs> the pictures you had on your Facebook page, oh, they look oh really good. Oh, my gosh, they were beautiful right, little Teresa, works of art. Is it worth $43 to have a dozen cupcakes delivered to Disney? Honestly. For a special occasion, yes. Wow. I would okay. say so. Because recently, we ate cupcakes on property, and they were okay, but they were nothing compared to these little things. Okay. They were amazing. Wow. All right. Really good. <laughs> Surprising. All right. Thank I'm you, Teresa. $43 in cupcakes. Dustin, am I going by the or- in the order of my script, or am I going to Kathy next? Uh, go to Kathy next. All right, Kathy. Ooh. Mine is the Rebel Rendezvous. It's a merchandise event. It's going to start off Star Wars weekend on May 15th. It's a Thursday, and it's going to be held between 10 a.m. and 5 a.m. Yeah, 5 a.m., 5 p.m. at Hollywood Studios, and you get to pay $250 to be part of this that you get exclusive access to Darth Mall one day before it opens to the public so you don't have to fight through the crowds like it usually is. You get a limited edition recruitment pack with items like a custom messenger bag, cadet hat, tumbler, lanyard, pin, and metal set. And then you get preferential opportunity to purchase select Star Wars weekend merchandise. And there's going to be special meet and greets. This is something Disney has perfected. <laughs> yeah. The merchandise oh, yes. event where you pay to go and shop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you get, what did you say you get? They do. You get time alone with Darth Maul? Is that what you said? No, Maul. M-A-L-L. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I don't Darth, know. <laughs> Darth Maul. You You're know right. the big tent. What is it, like a conjugal visit? <laughs> With the little multicolored well, face, you get and the ten little, minutes yeah. undisturbed with Darth Maul. Well, the way it works, <laughs> the, 
The way it, the well, there's a joke there, and I can say it. Dustin, yes. Yes. the The way it works is obviously once Star Wars weekend kicks off, there's these huge lines, hour, two hour lines, just to get into yes the the shopping area, and, and they only let certain amount of people in at a time, so your shopping experience isn't completely crazy but there is a lot of uh, limited merchandise that goes out on the first day and so if you know if you have to have whatever that it is that limited edition whatever i mean some people i can imagine some people are going to pay this you said 250 dollars 250 dollars and but i mean you get a you get a messenger bag and some tchotchkes so i mean if if you're diehard about it you better be coach i I could see But you're right, John. I'm they guessing have perfected it's not. it. You know, we joke about it. We've been to those, Kevin, where you paid. Not me. Yes, you have. <laughs> yeah, you know you have. Yep, you spent several hundred dollars for the opportunity to shop. And this, the registration started yesterday. I'm sure it's Actually, closed. Actually, that's not true. We were always involved in an event. I've never paid to just shop. That's true, yeah. It's usually an event that has I've shopping attached to I've been to Pinedance where there yeah. was shopping event. You paid to go to the event, but there were shopping Test. involved. There was opportunities available. There were opportunities. Well, my guess is that that's probably closed now. Probably. yesterday. Yeah, probably. It's pointless record. And then I have... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you can now Says watch the woman it. who's talking about $43 for cupcakes. Right. <laughs> and not real cupcakes. <laughs> Two bites. Two bite cupcakes. No, no, they have regular ones too. Okay, okay, then that's thirty six bites for forty three dollars. I have a breaking news rapid fire. That this is about um, guests are unable to bring their extension cords on board the Disney ships now, so you can borrow them from guest services. And it's on a first-come, first-served basis. It's a $50 deposit. They'll put a hold on your account if you need one. If you need one for medical equipment, you can have a note added to your reservation so that they'll have one there for you. So So the question becomes, are they going to have enough extension cords on the ship for everybody who needs them? Probably not. For $250, you can buy one on the ship. (laughs) You have the opportunity to to buy one. Wow. This affects us. We used to put extension cords in our Dreams Unlimited Travel gift bags, and now we're no longer able to do that. So, Do you think that, you know, like how Dizzers used to put things on the doors and uh, hang things over the doors? As it got more popular, Disney decided they needed to have a, a policy about it? Or do you think there's some... The extension oh, cords? Yes. I have a feeling that um, someone probably bought something on that wasn't safe, and there might have been an incident that triggered it. Yeah. I mean, we put all new stuff. We put brand new extension cords that we purchased in, but I'm sure if someone brought their... Did you look at the list, though? You can bring a portable fan, mm-hmm. but you can't bring an extension cord. Yeah. I just Who knows? think that's bizarre. All right. Thank you, Kathy. Jonathan. All right. So... um for the month of March, Jeff Granito is going to be the uh, resident artist for the Wonderground Gallery out in Disneyland, downtown Disney. Um, they usually do, they feature like an artist's work for every month, so Jared Mariyama has done it a few times. Um, but Jeff actually does these really cool prints of the castle, and you actually have his Matterhorn um, print, his canvas. With oh, wow. really beautiful, yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, I love stylized it. illustrations of, the, of different attractions. So he'll be there. Um, he's been here a couple days, so he'll be also be here the 7th, the 8th, the 14th, 15th, 21st, 22nd, 28th, and 29th um, in March, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. So he's practically living there. But he'll sign things. You can get to meet him, buy his prints and stuff. So Mock him. Mock. Well, you have to be nice to him, but yeah. So does he sit in that little corner where they have like the big easel and I everything? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Gallery it's a great gallery, yeah. Shop. 
it's really cool. It's home of the hipster Mickey stuff. Exactly. My favorite. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Sean. Craig, do you have anything? Um, the only thing I was going to mention is that the Destination D attraction rewind uh, through D23. They changed the dates before it was like July 13th and 14th, but that's actually when San Diego Comic Con is going on, which is like the biggest, nerdiest <laughs> event in the right. country ever. So they've decided to move it to November 23rd and 24th, I believe is the exact date. Mm-hmm. And um, tickets haven't been available yet, but let you know whenever they do. I disagree with that nerdiest thing. Have you seen Megacon is now coming to Orlando? Megacon's big, but San Diego Comic Con is that's still the staple. That's yeah, that's where all the celebrities actually, the big celebrities make appearances. It is besides the, just William Shatner and yeah, it is the largest collection of virgins in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Well, well, Comic Con now with <laughs> they get ten minutes with Darth Maul. <laughs> in basement, in basement. Why, do you why do you think Disney's selling it? <laughs> Comic-Con has moved, uh, I know we're talking about D23, but just to mention, Comic-Con has moved really into the film industry stuff, so you see a lot of uh, like Marvel superhero stuff there as well with the, yeah. the yeah. films. All right, and Dustin, what about you? Yeah, I have, uh, mine's pretty short, pretty quick. Uh, select uh, Walt Disney World restaurants are going to be adding uh, Braille to their menus, um, or you can request a Braille menu. Um, there's no list yet of which... Um, uh, restaurants will be doing that, but look for that in the future, in the near future. Uh, braille menus. Surprised they didn't have this already. Yeah. Nope. yeah. Yeah. I was surprised when I read this. I thought, this seems like something that would have been available I, for a while. That's what I thought. The drive through ATM at our bank has a braille keyboard. Yeah, that yeah. always scares me. I wonder who that's for. <laughs> who drives up and uses the braille menu? <laughs> I thought about that. All right, that is going to do it for rapid fire. Um, before we get to next week's poll, we have uh, the top 10 threads from disboards.com for the month of February, starting with number 10. Epcot FastPass Plus tiers gone for now on the theme parks board by Umiak, I guess is how it, that would be said. I'm not sure. Uh, number nine, the venerable... Stateroom, Mickey Ears, and then some on the DCL forum, still going strong. I drive Illumina. I drive a Dodge Stratus. <laughs> I drive a Dodge Stratus. Um, that was one of our uh, threads of the year last year. Yeah. And still going strong. Number in- two thread of 2013. Yeah, that's correct. Number number eight, possible good news for Offsiders and Fast Pass Plus on the Theme Parks Forum by Shalom. Um, number seven, uh, Disney discounted rooms on the British Expedia website. This was on the budget board uh, posted by uh, Samia. And uh, <clears throat> I just want to point out to everybody that this offer is, uh, I think it's expired now. Right. But um, this, there was actually some amazingly good deals on Disney resorts. I was checking some of them out. Um, and comparing them to what I was getting on on Disney's official site, and the price difference on some of these was as much as seven hundred dollars for a week um, between mm-hmm. what Disney was charging and what was available on the uh, British uh, Expedia website. And there was a lot of really great information posted, exactly how to take advantage of it if you were not from the UK. Um, I do. I love the budget board. They really have some 
some great stuff. If you are looking to save money, it's a, it's a, you should be checking that board every day or several times a day. A um, lot of good information there. But that was our number seven thread last month. Uh, number six thread, what I witnessed at Flame Tree Barbecue today on the Disney Restaurants Forum by Blank. And I'm, I have to read this. So, dear husband and I are here at Walt Disney World now and decided to have lunch at Flame Tree today. We each ordered the barbecued pork sandwich and we shared an order of onion rings. The coleslaw was meh, but the rest was good and we were enjoying our lunch. All was fine until at the table next to us sat a young couple with two kids, a baby and a girl who looked to be about four, and they decided to change their baby's diaper on the table they had just eaten lunch at. I kid you not. They cleared their food plopped the kid down on the tabletop, and proceeded to change a dirty diaper as everyone around them was eating their lunch. Uh, Appetite lost, lunch over. Um, oh, my God. I, I, I'll i tell you, you'd think this is rare, but when I worked at uh, Disney, I saw people just park anywhere, you know, throw a blanket onto the ground right in front of just out in the open and well you know okay that's that can break either way Mm -hmm. i mean sometimes if you've got to change your kid you got to change your kid but on Um, a table but on a table where people eat no or actively eating no 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 No, not okay not being a parent doesn't running water assist in doing this <laughs> so well, no, usually no, you've got no, you wipes. You got wipes. Yeah. You got yeah. you got everything you need with you. Well, <laughs> when you're you are done, do the handy wipes clean you up? Yeah, yeah. you use okay. one to clean yourself up. Yeah, but Kevin is skeptical. Did you ever feel the the need to change your kid on a table? Well, no, I drag him behind no. the bush. I'd do something. Yeah. I wouldn't do it right out in the open. What about I, the I go to the restroom? Yeah, right. I was going to say, you know, they do have baby changing stations in the yeah. restrooms, don't they? I mean, because well, you know what was. It didn't say if they were. They, no, she said they said a couple. So there's two parents. Mm-hmm. So the one parent, father, I vote for father, take the child to the restroom and, and clean him up, mm-hmm. hose him down, bring him back, eat your lunch. Don't do it at the table. That's right. just it's disgusting. Hose it is. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so well, sometimes you have, you have to. to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so running water is. Sometimes, yes, sometimes, yes. 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 Can be helpful. Can be assistance. Yeah. Can yeah. be a good assistance. Can be helpful if it's if it's a big job. Yeah. You know. What is going on back there with you guys? Oh, I'm laughing. Sean and Sean and Dustin. Do I have to separate you two? No, I'm laughing at Teresa about saying hosing your baby down. I haven't been in that restroom. I'm going to have to check out these baby things if they have hoses. <laughs> so number number five, another ticket price increase really on theme parks by Eora's. I, I, where do these people come up with these names? Honest to God. By somebody. Um, number four, I'm guessing our family is done with Disney. Also on the theme park, parks board, Postal 68. Is that a Fast Pass Plus? A lot of these are Fast yeah. Pass Plus. A lot of them. Um, especially as we get um, these top four are all Fast Pass Plus. Uh, number three, at the parks now, Fast Pass Plus lines are snaking through the park. Um and uh, now I haven't, you know, the last few days being in the parks, I really haven't seen that. I haven't seen the oh. fast lines being ridiculously long. But At Epcot, we were there twice over the last week. Very long lines to get your fast pass. Oh, to get your fast pass. Yes. Okay. I'm thinking, the, I'm thinking about the lines yeah. on the actual attractions. Um, we haven't seen that. But, yeah, the, the line in Epcot when we were there the other day. Where the kiosks are? Where the kiosks mm-hmm. are. 
Um, that was crazy. I mean, there was a line to get your ticket to not stand in line. And they mm-hmm. have a, but they do have a lot of cast members standing by those kiosks to help. And, you know, and I got to think that's expensive. But it's re- <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm just going to say this for the cast members. Really helpful. Really going out of their way yes. to try and, and make this work for people. Uh, we interacted with uh, one who turned out to be a, a listener. Um, didn't know it until after we were done. And uh, he was incredibly helpful. Um, do you remember uh, remember his name? I thought I, I wrote it down and I don't have it. But whoever you are, thank you so much. You were very helpful. Um, so, you know, and I just have to encourage people, stop taking your frustration with this out on the cast members. It's not their fault. It's not their fault. Too much of that is going on right now. These poor cast members are on the front lines dealing with these bad decisions and bad implementation mm-hmm. being made out in Burbank mostly. Um, it's not their fault. Don't take it out on them. Don't you think the fact that it needs that many cast members to explain it and they are having that experience where people are taking out their frustration, doesn't, don't you, doesn't that say there's something fundamentally wrong with the system? Well, they know something. I, I think they're aware now that something is fundamentally wrong, and I think they're panicking. Um, but, again, who knows? Uh, number two, FastPass Plus, basic information, attractions list, and suggested priorities on the theme parks forum by Mesa Boy 2, an outstanding post to help you kind of narrow down some of your choices and yeah. give you some ideas about ways to use FastPass Plus, which attractions to use it on and when. Um, and uh, our number one thread on disboards.com for February, eBates 20% back for Orbit's tickets on the budget board by Kim B 21 That offer has expired, just to let everybody know. But while it was going on, um, you were you could basically get twenty uh, percent back <coughs> cash back from Ebates um, on your uh, uh, Disney tickets bought through Orbits. Any anything you bought through Orbits, and that could be one of them, attraction tickets. You're getting twenty percent back, and I think now it's cut to four percent, I believe. But uh, that was the number one thread for obvious reasons in in February. So that is our thread of the month. Can be 21. Ebates 20% back for Orbit's tickets on the budget board. Nice to see a budget board uh, yeah. thread get a get a thread of the month. So, all right. Now, finally, our poll for this week. Um, and this was, uh, I was inspired by a thread on the uh, Disboard's rumors forum by Andyman8 that suggests that Disney may start charging for fast passes beyond the three that they are giving you now. Here's how the thread reads. Yet another FastPass Plus thread, but I got it on very, 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 very good authority that Disney will begin testing additional FastPass Pluses as benefits to Disney guests and for purchase no later than year's end, but probably much sooner if the final rollout goes according to plan at Hollywood Studios and Epcot. Supposedly, select guests would be given the option to purchase additional FastPass Pluses, no maximum set yet, for $9.99 for Tier 2 attractions at Hollywood Studios and Epcot, and $14.99 for Tier 1 uh, attractions at uh, Magic Kingdom and uh, Animal Kingdom. Um, this price is obviously per person per ride. Now, still only one FastPass Plus can be obtained for any attraction, so... You cannot uh, use a purchase FastPass Plus for an attraction. And the thread kind of goes on. We'll have a yeah. link to it in the show notes page. But our, our poll question this week is, 
And this is a rumor. You know, we don't know that this is actually going to happen, but it's interesting. And we've been hearing it for the last year that they were, you know, we've been hearing all sorts of rumors that they may start charging for fast passes at some point. Would you pay for additional fast passes at Walt Disney World if they were charging $10 each for them? Yes, no, or not sure. Uh, you can head out to the Dis Unplugged Facebook page, and you need to like the page in order to participate. And uh, we'll run that poll until next Monday, uh, which would be, what, the 10th at uh, noon Eastern time. And we will select one person at random who responds to the poll, and that person gets a $50 Disney gift card. And I'm having fun coming up with these polls. It is fun. We've been getting some really great... Uh, some really great participation. So that's our poll. Would you pay for FastPass Pluses if they offered them? Would you pay for it? So head out to the Diz Unplugged Facebook page and let us know what you think. And that is going to do it for our show this week. If you're watching us live, please stay tuned for uh, the Diz Unplugged must-do list at Walt Disney World. And I uh, want everybody to have a great week. And we'll see you next time on another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, and remember, stay out of the damn lakes.